0: At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. All right, we're going to have some rational thoughts today. As always, I just played a funny clip to get people warmed up to our, our guest today. Welcome, this is your host, Doug Crow on the Author Brand Show. And our guest today is a three-time best-selling author, not once, not twice, three-time best-selling author. And he is uh, an amazing, amazing history. Uh, Former uh, pararescue guy, um, restaurant coach, best-selling author, man about town. Welcome to the show today, Mr. Donald Burns. Donald, how are you today? Doug, I am outstanding. How are you, my friend? My gosh, so, so, so good. Thank you so much for joining us today. So to keep people from tuning out because they may not like the way I look, Give us a, a little hook and why why should people stick around and listen to us today?
1: You know, because like if you do not have the life and the business you want, it's because you suck at running it. <laughs> what about the truth
0: here? Okay. The right, truth right, will set it.
1: you free, but first it will piss you off. Yes, I get a right. <laughs> wow.
0: Well, I don't suck in everything, just a few things, but you know, we'll so have to <laughs> talk about that. Okay, so. If your business you know, isn't going that, well, it's that, crazy. that's how the
1: first book came about. You know that, right? So yeah, you, wanna, you could
0: tell. Yeah, there we go. Tell tell them how we came up with that title. It's a pretty funny. Yeah, the first
1: book. So I, so just so you know, I wanted to write a book for a long time. Like a lot of people want to, yeah. to be an author. Want to be an author. Want to be an author. Finally went to a big Tony Robinson. Got motivated. Decided I'm going to do it. Had a friend Andrew Carlson. He introduced me to Doug. Doug is like, all right, let's do it. And then I say, he's like, do you got a title for the book? I go, yeah, I got a great title. It's going to be called Restaurant Unleashed. And Doug goes, no. <laughs> Doug, no. And Doug's like, tell me some stories about some of your coaching stuff. And I was telling him one story about how I was telling this, this restaurant owner was venting to me about how bad his team sucked, his location sucked, his guest sucks. And I said to the restaurant owner, I said, you know, if your restaurant sucks, you suck running it. And Doug goes, that's it. restaurant sucks and and now we got you know your restaurant sucks now we got your restaurant still sucks and we got your restaurant culture sucks i made money off this culture this restaurant sucks thing so yeah yeah
0: you're very welcome you know some people get paid you know big bucks for branding like that donald
1: so i'm telling you man i I probably gotta send you a royalty check (laughs) yeah
0: being on the being on the show today is my best reward because i want to hear all about um you know i I talked about you a lot of clients because a lot of people say you know, how much marketing do I need my book? Michael, as much as you can give. And some people hire it out. Some people do it. Some do a little bit of both. And you've had some great trajectory with after your books came out in your business and your speaking and overall. So give us an overview on life before your book and then after your book in terms of the marketing and the outreach. And then we'll get into the details of how you did it.
1: Yeah. So the book, you know, a lot of people think that you're going to you're going to get rich off the book. And no, you're not. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, you're not. Unless you're like a huge name brand and you get a huge, you know, bonus, you know, and a and a contract mm-hmm. with a huge publishing firm, you're not going to be like the next Tony Robbins and get a three million dollar advance on your book. It's not going to happen. But what you want to do is you want to use. Think of the the book is definitely a tool to get you reach. Mm-hmm. And by getting reach is when the first book came out, I blasted that thing relentlessly on social media i mean just relentlessly and i'll tell you right now whatever you think you're marketing on your book you're not marketing enough you you have to be constantly just obsessed with saying something once a day about your book you gotta always say something quote put quotes out there make little memes i, mm-hmm. I remember like my first book i had like godzilla holding a book and like it's so big that godzilla can't even hold it And so I was making funny memes and I was just like, I was just putting out content all the time. And then that got me some attention on some blog posts. And -hmm. some people asked me if I wanted to write some blogs. And then I got asked to be on some podcasts. And then the next thing I know, I started getting invited to do speaking at some big, huge national events. And then Mm -hmm. that was really huge because at the speaking events I would bring, I would bring probably 20 books at the time. I only had the one, I would bring like 20 books. Yeah. To, for each speaking engagement. And at the end of the thing, I would maybe do, hey, come on up. It's first come, first serve. Only thing I'd ask is that you get a book, I sign it for you, and we take a picture together. Yeah. And I had tons of photos of me with people with my books or people with my books. And I would say, Hey, make sure you tag me. I would ask for, you know, hey, I'm giving you a book. I'm asking you for something. Tag mm-hmm. me in a photo. Let me and then I would share that. And that just grew and grew and grew and grew and grew. And now it's to the point where I'm very very you know before I was speaking probably probably 16 20 times a year yeah I went from zero <laughs> speaking 16 20 times a year now I've I've dialed it back down cuz my business has grown so much mm-hmm. now I'm very very selective about the ones and now I can pick and choose the ones I like to go to and and right. now I have the luxury of picking like uh international mm-hmm. places to go I get to speak in places like Dubai and Madrid and uh uh columbia and it, it's great you know so i'm really been the the book route is not easy if you don't market it consistently and obsessively right. you gotta be remember no one cares about your success more than you yeah, yeah nobody does i mean it's honestly no, no one cares that's
0: right right yeah. so yeah. can you give us um uh without being you know too details there on your, on your numbers that's your privately held company of course, but- Give us a before and after, like what kind of volume you were doing before, and how to, how it shaped up when your first or second book came out.
1: Yeah, so the first book came out, I was probably just breaking the six figure mark mm-hmm. as a consulting coach. You know, I was doing I was doing nice, you know, six yeah. figure mark. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, when we published the first book, 2017. Yeah, right now this now I've got three books out, and I'm gonna reach over. We're probably I'll be close to doing. Over seven figures, nice, love You that. know, in multiple seven figures, yeah. Now, yeah. yeah so it's it's really grown, but again, you got to have a plan how to grow from you know going from where you want to go to where you eventually right. want to be. And so, the thing I love to do is I love to coach. That's what I mm-hmm. do. And uh-huh. and then I have to say, COVID really changed things around for me because yeah. right. when COVID right. happened, all my all my I used to go out and travel on the road, like three weeks out of the month to Mm -hmm. clients. And then when COVID happened, I couldn't travel anymore. So I decided to make more of an online switch. And now I would say 90% of my business is online with mastermind Mm -hmm. groups, and also with online coaching programs. And I have a high end coaching program, and I have a mastermind group, I've got Mm -hmm. 50 people in my high end coaching program. And I've got close to 200 people in my mastermind group now. Wow. And then I that's also great. have a third level too. I have like an online university because I've got so mm-hmm. much content now yep. that I have an online university that I'm growing up to around 2000 people in the online university. So
0: that's brilliant. So one of the things I've noticed a lot of entrepreneurs out there is they, yeah, they all, you know, they, they hit the six figure mark there, you know, they, they can make a living, but to get mm-hmm. to seven takes, it takes scale. It takes actually yeah. a more, maybe a new set of ideas or mindset or even, belief systems about how to build mm-hmm. a business. Um, so to go from, you know, solopreneur to your enterprise now, mm-hmm. what were some of the changes you had to make in the way you looked at business to get there?
1: So I'll, I'll tell you the common mistake. and I've seen most, a lot of authors do this. Mm-hmm. They, they have a book and then they're like, you know what? I'm going to sell an easy $47, $97 course, right? Yeah, right. It's not scalable. It's just mm-hmm. no one wants that low end price. You mm-hmm. need to fill the top of your funnel first you know you need to ask i'll tell you right now it's easier to sell a twelve thousand dollar coaching program yep. than it is to sell a 97 a month res- subscription fee yep. it's so much easier and i didn't believe that for a long time but then mm-hmm. when i finally started like believing in into it and just like pushing it out there mm-hmm. uh, man it just that's what took my business to where it is is by filling the top of the funnel you know filling those big programs first and then now filling out the bottom funnels now because when you feel that top level coaching program, you're not worried about cash anymore. Yeah. You, got, you got, you got some space to breathe. And it's not like, oh, you know, if I don't get a hundred people this week, decide for my $97 program, I'm not gonna, you know, pay it. You know, now it's like, right. damn, pay, you know, Hey, I just, now I can take my time, which is great. Mm-hmm. Right. And you gotta keep yeah. reinventing yourself a little bit by keeping yourself fresh. You gotta get out on YouTube. You gotta have videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta be on Instagram. You gotta mm-hmm. be you know, where everybody's at. You gotta be where your yeah. guests are.
0: Right. So I, I've noticed that yeah, you've you've done all this um on your own, Donald. I mean, you had obviously you know, people you've hired done mm-hmm. that. Do you do that in-house or do you outsource it or a combination? How do you build it? do it all, all in house.
1: I do it myself. Yeah. Wow.
0: He's so I'm at the point now
1: me. where I'm about to scale I'll probably get a, a VA a virtual assistant to help yeah. with some minor stuff. But no, oh. things have gone so great in-house but for me, I mean, I, I have it actually, I have the system set up where I can control it really yep. well. And I still mm-hmm. got, I mean, honestly, to tell you the truth, I work 45 hours a week. Wow. That's pretty good for and, an oh, yeah. a, That's it. I work 45 hours a week. Yeah. yeah. I that have includes your coaching in and your marketing, office. both? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have three long days in my office. Monday, Tuesdays, mm-hmm. Thursdays are my long days. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesdays, Fridays are short days. I don't work weekends.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's good. I, that's so refreshing. I hear people grinding at work at 80 hour a week. I'm like, oh God, that's not healthy no. for you. You know, it's not, it's you not good. Know, I'll
1: tell you right now, all those people that like want to work 80 hours a week, you just, you're not focusing on your, your attention's not, you're not being focused enough on what you need to do. Yeah. You're, 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 you're dabbling at a bunch of stuff and not making like big chips on the things that really pay attention. I was the yeah. same way. I would right. put in and you can easily sit at your computer for hours and do nothing yeah. <laughs> that's right you can yeah, easily i'm always like one of my key phrases i say all the time is like what's next i say to yeah. myself all day in fact on my i have a little bitty booklet out i made outstanding uh-huh. mindset it was more of a challenge someone says you couldn't write a book in a weekend i said i can write a booklet in a weekend watch so i did and nice. uh and so i wrote this little booklet and one of the things i talk about is nudges and i have this alarm nudges that go off on my phone all day I got one at 9, 11, 1, 3, and 5. And the alarm oh. nudge, all it says is what's next. Hmm. It just keeps me focused on what's important. Right. Because right. you go down those rabbit holes, you know. You go to make a post on, on Instagram, and next thing you know, you're scrolling through, and right. it's 30 minutes later, and you're like, oh, shit, where'd the time go? Mm-hmm. So if I go on social media to post, I post, and I set a timer on my phone. Nice, okay. When the timer goes off, I'm done. I'm off to social media I'm on to what's next. You yeah. know, what's the next thing I got to work on? You
0: got to, it's, it's crack there. You know, they really hook you in on things oh, for, uh, on purpose. They to want keep you stay there.
1: That's their job. They want it. Yeah. They want to keep you engaged on the platform. The more they the more they sell you mm-hmm. stuff, the more they get, right. they get sponsors. That's how they make their money.
0: So with, with all the, all the opportunities for social media and direct marketing and speaking on that mm-hmm. stuff, how do you choose which ones are best for you or for your audience?
1: I choose, well, for social media, I'm always promoting, you always got to have like, and I'm a big believer in three. So I always have like three things I'm always promoting. So I'm always promoting and it depends and it varies from month to month. For me, it might vary different for you, but I'm always promoting my books, right? I'm always promoting a free, you know, something to get them in my funnel. So I always have some low hanging fruit. It could be just a one page, you know, a, a PDF cheat sheet on menu design. It's high level stuff. I mean, they'll get a couple good nuggets out of it, but it's not going to yeah. change their life, but I get them. Like I have right now on my website, I have a, a video series. It's a three, it's three hours of videos that are for free. Wow. It's training. And I give it to them for free because I want to get them induced to me, understanding me and yep. my, how I teach and how I coach. Because you got to understand when people buy a coaching or a consultant, they're not buying what you do. They're buying who you are. That's right. And, and then when they when they understand who you are, because there's a lot of misconceptions about there, about, especially coach. And, and you know, you deal a lot with control, consultants and coaches. Yeah, yep. and, you know, everyone has. I mean, there's tons. I remember like when I first decided to be this restaurant coach brand, back in 2009, I was consulting up until 2008. The economy crashed. I got right. a business coach to help me rebrand. Mm-hmm. And he took me through his coaching model. I was like, man, I like this coaching thing. And then I did a Google search and no one was calling themselves a restaurant coach. Ah. Now... Everybody's a restaurant coach. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you started it. a restaurant coach now, but you gotta, you know. But the thing is, what separates one from the other It's the personality. It's like, hey, does this, do I feel like mm-hmm. this person can really help me? Right. Right. Yeah. Can right. I feel like this person? That's why you gotta get yourself out there, and it's gotta be a video format so they can see your personality. They gotta put video out there. You got. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend like what Doug's doing here. I have a podcast too, the Restaurant Coach yep. Podcast. I have people on there. I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Training videos, live. I'm putting out content all the time, right? Yeah, just relentless. You got to let people know who you are and what you stand for, and what your st- yeah. what you, you know, what your style is, and what your kind of philosophies are.
0: Right, right. So you're doing it all yourself. That's pretty impressive. How much content do you think you put out on a daily or weekly basis?
1: Oh God, at least uh, on video alone, probably three, two or three hours of stuff every day. No, a week,
0: no, weekly. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Now here's the thing, too. Remember, if you're doing all this other stuff like mastermind groups and coaching, a lot of times you're recording the calls. When now, yeah. with permission from them, you can take excerpts from that, and then mm-hmm. you start putting this stuff out there to people. I right. just did a huge, and then like every fall in October, I do a three day summit in Scottsdale, Arizona, for restaurant owners, mm-hmm. and you know they pay like fifteen hundred bucks a piece. Fifty of them come, and then we, I have a professional videographer. Yep. record all the sessions it's 18 hours of workshops 18 hours of video wow and now that's going to be my marketing for the next six months i'm mm-hmm. going to like put out little streams of stuff little snippets yeah. of it it becomes little snout sound bites and yeah. that's going to carry me through till the spring nice yeah, yeah perfect
0: do you um are you like do you do a lot of seo and hashtags and stuff to get people to find you or do you put it out?
1: hashtags page? seos here's what the thing i found about seos seo is just about Content. If you just yeah. blast the internet with content, they'll find you. Like yeah. if you Google Donald Burns restaurant coach, I take up like the first four pages. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. haven't paid anybody to do any SEO searches. You know, it's just about putting out so much content. Yep. Just Steve Martin had that thing be so good that they can't ignore you. Yeah. Right. You know,
0: yeah, I was what uh, reading a, a Neil Patel blog the other day, and they, all the, every time there's an algorithm changes, Google people, oh, you know, they lose their I
1: mind. I know, I'm, I'm on his emails too. It's like every time he's right? like, here's how you beat the algorithms, like, oh, dude, I don't have the time for that. Yeah, I don't but know. the the, under, the underlining message I've always heard
0: for years from him is always like, put out good content, put out relevant content, and they find you, and they'll find it, right? It's, oh, it's yeah. kind of logical. It's what Google wants anyway, so why not just do it? it they want, want you, you to share.
1: Them. It's a sharing yeah. economy, basically, is the way you look at it right social rhythm social social media algorithms are the same thing they want Uh you to share the more shares you get the more people like then the algorithm triggers while people like this they're sharing it let's show them more of this
0: yep yeah so um becoming an author is taking your business from six to seven figures that's wonderful Mm -hmm. um what about i know we don't talk about you know book sales being like a big revenue generator but obviously you've moved a bunch of books what kind of volume have you done on, on book sales
1: oh my god let's see I probably sold. I know I've sold over five thousand. Your restaurant sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm close to probably over four thousand of your restaurant still sucks. And I just, and your restaurant culture sucks just came out. Yeah, but it's selling pretty crazy. I'm probably selling two hundred a day, on Amazon.
0: See, that's real money, man. I, we got yeah. you know. It, 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 it's uh, great just, side revenue. Yeah. I
1: mean, it's a, uh, it, you know, to me, it, like it's nice to have a little little side cash flow. I, I always yeah. look as it's, it's not a it's not a revenue. It's a it's a great little revenue stream.
0: Right. Well, yeah. it's royalty based Everything else we do in the math requires your effort and you've got to be there, but a royalty on a book is like, you know, you wake up and there's like, Oh, there's a bunch of sales today. It's very nice.
1: And that's why I'm really, I'll tell you right now, if you want to sell more books, you got to market it consistently. Cause yeah. every time I, I do some heavy marketing, I see my book sales go up for yeah. two days. Yeah. Yeah. And then they drop that down. And then if I, if I don't keep that, kind of in their face it just it would go down and stay down for a long time yeah I've played around with this you know over the years just seeing how how hard do I have to hit it what's like the right. sweet spot and I find every two days I gotta give a post about my books mm-hmm. every two days I gotta give a post about my books and it just kind of keeps them up and right. now they go down a little bit but it's not like when I first started you know
0: yeah.
1: right yeah. one of my books is usually on the amazon bestseller for food and restaurant at any one time. Right. And I've been lucky. I've, I actually pulled a hat trick. I had all three on the best yes. all at, the, all at the same time. I know. That was yeah. Amazing. I shared that. That yeah, was, that was really amazing.
0: amazing. Yeah. You know, there's a, a gal I, I met years ago who does a cookbooks, which are a really competitive category hard, man. And uh, they rolled out um, one a month for a year. Right. So this suite yeah. of 12 books mm-hmm. and then the second year, every month, there'd be a big special promotion where yeah. one of her 12 would be free. So you know what happens next right they go oh i got the free one and what does amazon do they put all her 11 other books below there so her incremental sales did about 300 grand a year on book sales on cookbooks is not easy
1: to do and then another thing i would highly recommend which helped me get even more book sales yeah i had them all done on audio
0: yes for sure
1: there's all audiobook versions of all my books right and it's available on audible and also itunes and mm-hmm. so when an audio when I push audiobooks, I see a corresponding my book sales go up too. Yeah. 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 Audiobooks, audiobooks. how many people love audiobooks. My God. I do. I mean, it's actually a double digit growth rates in
0: audiobooks now for it's, five it's, it's years it's so in a row. Crazy.
1: Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my audiobook uh revenue is like three times higher than my book revenue. Well, so
0: there you go. There's that's a yeah. thought about right there. Yeah, the audiobook revenue is three times higher than your book revenue. Yes. So the 200 book a day thing, is that including audio or is that? 100? No, that's just
1: books. That's just books. Audios, I sell even more audio books. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. a lot of restaurants. It's crazy, man.
0: So you're on, on video, obviously. You love video. So you're on, on YouTube, video. right? Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook. I've seen you on Facebook quite quite a bit. Yep. Yep. Is there LinkedIn any place you... Pardon me? LinkedIn's great too. Yeah. LinkedIn's really good for, for me, in my, my world. Um. Yeah. Do, where, where do restaurant owners go mostly? Are they do any of those platforms work or is there one that
1: you uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook is where most restaurant owners are at. Okay. If yeah. I was a consultant, if I was just doing consulting again, I would put, I would double down on LinkedIn. Yeah. And also too, yeah. I have to say, I find Twitter is very good. Twitter is really good because Twitter got me. You got to understand where the markets are. Twitter is where the media hangs out.
0: Yes. The media sure. loves
1: Twitter. So when I'm on Twitter, I get notifications from people like I got asked to write articles for, for Forbes, uh, mm-hmm. for Chicago Tribune, contribute and yeah. stuff like that, get interviewed, and those all came through tr- through Twitter.
0: Wow. Right. So, so you just don't, you just, don't you just neglect
1: t- Twitter, you know, because mm-hmm. and I know it's going through a little rough time right now, but mm-hmm. don't neglect Twitter because I mean, that's where media hangs out.
0: Yeah, so far. And if
1: you want to get noticed, it's- that's where you get. That's where you get the interviews. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. So you're putting out this uh, just anything you anything you're working on snippets of content video or text no. both or you focus mainly yeah. on video?
1: Yeah, yeah. I just I do a little bit of everything. I do a little bit of a uh, snippet videos. I'll do mm-hmm. some long format. Uh, yeah. You know, a lot of people say long format doesn't work. For my clientele, long format works. I mean, if I do an hour, hour and a half video, they'll watch it. I mean, I'm, wow. I'm really yeah, it's crazy.
0: Interesting. You know? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So what's next? My my
1: sweet spot for me, I found is about 45 minutes. 40, 45 minutes is like the sweet spot for my my audience. Yeah. I've I've been
0: focused on the 20 minute mark because that's my, my attention span is about 20 minutes. So
1: I find find your market, man. That's right. all All like, I'll tell you right now, it's all looking at the data and making adjustments.
0: That's right. That's right. If you're, not making,
1: if you're not looking at the data every day and making adjustments, like saying when when are people watching, how long are they watching, yeah, where they're looking from, where might need to target from. Yeah.
0: So you got a, a dashboard set up to analyze all your content. So you know where to put where to put your energy. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm looking yeah. at my podcast ad all the time. I'm looking at my SEO data. Mm-hmm. I use the Neil Patel thing.
0: Yeah. Uber suggests that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. It tells more I'm ranking as far as my and what keywords I got.
0: Nice. Nice. Okay. So, wow, three books out on the restaurant, plus your other one I just saw. What else? What's next?
1: What's next is I'm actually working on book number four, but I'm moving away from the restaurant sex genre. No.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I'm working on
1: book four. But book four is going to be more, I want to move more mainstream about mindset and personal development. Okay. So, this has always been my goal. It's like I do three self-published books, and then I want to get a literary agent, and now I want to move to the mainstream market.
0: Okay. Well, I was going to say maybe a restaurant uh, server suck or something like that, but okay, yeah. I'm, do that. No.
1: I'm done with the suck series. That's it. It was a trilogy. I got the trilogy and I, I got done. Okay. In fact, Amazon, I can get them in hardcover too. So my books are in hardcover. Yeah. I'm actually going to make a box set available for Christmas. There you go. Really cool. Yeah. So I'm going to repackage it as a box set and sell them as a box
0: I set. I love it. That's, that's yeah. terrific. Wow. That's wonderful. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, staying after we're done here, I, got a, uh, I don't know if you got an agent already, but I got a couple people you can talk to about no, that. I need, mainstream. I need an agent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, wow, Donald, such, such great uh, chat today. So you've gone from six to seven figures as a published author. Your business is rocking. You're going to go into mainstream stuff here. What's uh, one piece of advice you could leave people with today to to, uh, to increase their business or improve their own culture?
1: The biggest thing about improving culture is about improving you. Mm. I'm a huge believer, and I say in all my books, culture flows mm. down and doesn't flow up. It starts with you. It starts with yeah. your energy, your mindset, your habits. I have mm. a poster on my wall that says your, rec- your restaurant or you can substitute your business. Your business is a reflection of your habits. Yeah. If your business is running great, you got more good habits than bad habits. If your business is running a little rough, you got some bad habits you probably need to fix. But here's the good, good news. Habits are learned behavior. So mm. if you learn a habit, you can unlearn it and learn a better habit. Wow. But it's also comes from, and I would say seriously, get a business coach. Mm-hmm. You know, someone who can see your blind spots. That's why they're called blind spots. because <laughs> you don't <laughs> <see> because <blind>. <laughs> you don't see them, and that's why they're mm-hmm. called blind spots. Get a business coach to help you kind of see your blind spots, help you adjust your mindset. I'm a huge believer in a morning routine. Yep. I mean, I do meditation, I do meditation every morning, I do box breathing twice a day. Mm-hmm. I do uh, I mean, I'm huge, I take a lot of time for self-care. But yeah. I think it also helps my energy and helps me deliver when I'm in front yeah. of a in, when I'm in camera and talking to someone. It helps me, I think, helps me kind of deliver my message better.
0: Terrific. All right. Well, I might as well go into the shameless plug here for yourself. How can people get a hold of you and, uh, and get your book and whatnot?
1: Shameless plug. You can go to the restaurantcoach.com on Amazon. Just look for Your Restaurant Sucks, and then you'll mm-hmm. find the trilogy there.
0: Terrific. Terrific. And speaking of plugging, let's go ahead and... Uh, Tell people if they're thinking about doing a book, tell us
1: about, I know we didn't, I didn't write oh, your book, Ray, but we go
0: ahead and give us a little spiel on why it was. But actually, one.
1: you really helped guide my book. So if you're ever thinking about writing a book, the man you need to talk to <laughs> is Doug. I will tell you right now, it changed the whole trajectory. Being a published author changed the, not only the trajectory of my business, it changed the whole trajectory of my life. I'm, I'm happier now than I've ever been. And if it wasn't for Doug and his guidance, because trust me. I want to call this damn thing restaurant unleashed. And that would have sucked. <laughs> it would have like crashed right away. But now, you know, with Doug's like saying no, no, you know, you need like this. And then he helped me on the design part. And he helped right. me with the editing. And you know, I did the writing, but he helped me and he also helped kind of guide some chapters around like you need a stronger hook on this chapter. Yeah. And so it really helped. That's great. I mean, I I couldn't have done it without your guidance. And you sent me down a path that I'm forever grateful for, my friend. Forever grateful. That's
0: great. I I appreciate it so much and look forward to uh, your mainstream stuff here. And, uh, man, if if your folks are looking for a book to help, especially if you're in the restaurant business, there's nobody else to talk to, this is your guy. So thanks for being (laughs) on the show today. I appreciate it, Donald. Thank you, Doug. I appreciate you, my friend. You bet. Okay. And that concludes the show for today. And your restaurant may suck, but it doesn't have to by getting Donald's book. Um, and hopefully the show didn't suck. If you think so, go ahead and give me some notes. But no, I'm giving you show notes. So click below, get some show notes, get his book, and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much.